Hey everyone, I wanted to remind you that Waylays and Melees are a bunch of adults using adult language talking about adult content, so viewer discretion is advised. Thank you. Last time on Waylays and Melees. You see that he himself has kind of a papoose that seems to be filled. A papoose? Yeah. That seems to be yeah. filled uh, to the brim. With- you see on... The Hellhound, very, very irresponsibly um, discarded. Uh, Chuck's better half. Just (laughs) ass up. (laughs) Guts down. (laughs) Who are you? I'm 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 Herschel. <laughs> you work for very powerful people. I I'm, I know I I I I know them, and they are very angry. So most of them, I've I've only known them when they're angry, the whole time. Oh, then we're gonna get along great because I think you're gonna be ready and understanding when I say you stole Pancake Day. <laughs> From me! People calling you. Did you mm. literally teleport me into shit? Am I standing in shit right now? Not entirely shit. Is it yours? Not entirely mine. It's mostly I... blood. And guts. And pieces of people. Because you gotta use these. And he I... like pulls from his papoose a baby that he just is holding by the swaddle. Why do you have that? Paul Matris Superium, she says. This target, bring back the head and the heart, as is our custom. If he has succeeded in transferring over any sort of abomination, eradicate it on sight. No exceptions. So it is because written. Because he is holding, presenting, offering even, probably boasting about a baby that's in his clutches that he's aiming at this tiefling, half like he wants him to look at it, and the other half like he's going to use it as a weapon. So what I'm seeing is him holding a frying pan, and a, he's offering a baby. <laughs> I love it! I love it! <laughs> he's going to cock back um, said baby and launch at you. Wow. Some, some would say he's dual, we- uh, dual wielding. <laughs> a baby? That he's proficient in baby tossing. Because he pulls as soon as one sport. leaves... Is pulling another from his papoose. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell there are more in there. <laughs> oh. oh, no. I wasn't expecting them to be alive. Wait, was throw? that better? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to deflect that thing so hard. Oh. That... <laughs> and that's a one. Okay. Well... <laughs> At least they're not that high up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> How tall is her? <laughs> it's twelve foot tall. <laughs> they were, they were up by his chest. No, they had to be by his chest. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just He's the baby bomber. <laughs> oh, this is gonna make. Nobody's gonna watch this. <laughs> Everyone's gonna watch it. It's gonna be the thing people show their friends and they're like, dude, I don't want to watch that again. <laughs> Waylays and melees now! From broken homes to the great wide 
unsettled souls roaming through this life as we all try to do we try to do what's right but it's a long long road to ride until you cross to the other side peace find your soul Wrapped in warm and love Cause we all try to do We try to do a stride But it's a long, long road To ride Oh, it's a long, long road To ride Welcome to Whaley's Mailies. Uh I'm your DM uh, Seamus, I think. I'm pretty sure that's my name. To my left is Blake. Yeah. And he is playing, uh, Falco. Um, and yeah, we are going to start with this session zero for Falco, the, uh, halfling barbarian, which is gonna be very fun. I'm very excited about this. Falco. Is it Falco or Falcos? Falco. Okay. Um, Falco the halfling. You find yourself uh, awoken by echoing voices from several men searching. Um, I'm remiss to say over yonder. Uh, but seemingly just outside the enclosure that you find yourself in. Your eyes are kind of stinging uh, as they're pulling, uh, pulling open and you can actually kind of see around you. Um, you're groggy. You have blurred vision, uh, and as your eyes adjust, um, beside you, as you kind of like feeling your clothing and the, and the earth around you, you can actually feel uh, another set of clothing on another entity, and you look over, and you see that it is this um, kind of withered and weathered corpse, um, mostly bone um, skin really stretched thin across the bone, uh, hair almost, uh, completely fallen out, having kind of just degraded, um, sunken eyes, the teeth protruding out, um, as the skin has like receded upward and it's, and it's mostly just a, uh, skull wrapped in human leather at this point. Um, and the corpse itself, it, it seems to be of uh, what you can recognize instinctually uh, as an older gentleman in elegant, um, if not dust-covered clothing. Um, something that looks very hard to make, maybe, maybe very expensive. Um, and as you look over, uh, you realize that your surroundings are not just an enclosure, but... Um, made of stone you're in the first half of a fairly uh, deep um, cave and that the sun has been stretched across where you and this corpse are right now but a few feet past that um, seems to kind of go into more dim light um, but it doesn't seem 
that this is cavernous by any means. It seems like they're just by the feel by the feel of the air um, and then the current and whatnot that um, it must not go on for too much longer. Uh, it must be um, closed off um, just just a few feet in. Yeah. So what do you what do you want to do? Okay. So I'm waking up. Just go. Oh, I look over. Here. Oh, Danny, you've lost weight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bud. Uh, you hear it? Hello? Hello? Um, sounds of men speaking uh, to one another in, in a fairly familiar tongue, um, but can't quite make out what they're saying because they're a bit too far off uh, just yet. Um still faint in the distance. As you say hello, uh, the quick echo of your voice uh, rings around the, the cave. Um, and you die. Oh. That's it. Sorry. That's all I had prepared. That's the best character ever. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> As you walk toward, um, toward the mouth of the cave, uh, and stop me if I'm if I'm overreaching but if you kind of walk toward the voices toward the mouth of the cave you find the sun um the direct sunlight is just too much right now um it's just kind of blinding your eyes for that quick um very much like being woken up you know in the in the middle of the afternoon after taking (laughs) taking a a morning nap type deal um and then like just the sun is just blinding you Ah, uh Um, I don't ever look into it. <laughs> <laughs> they tell you that all the time, but you never listen. <laughs> so these these voices are you hear them ringing out, um, and it's something familiar. Yes, it's a it's a language, uh, language. Yes, and and language comes from people. You you remember people. Yeah. Um, in you kind of peer over the mouth of the cave, outside of it, uh, down this ravine that's full of just large, massive rocks that were sun bleached. Um, and somewhat, somewhat, uh, they kind of look like just large chalk, <laughs> basically, because of the, the dust covered rocks and, and how bright they are. Um, but you see, a, you know, roughly about a dozen or so little kind of creatures who kind of look familiar, like kind of, you, you remember the taller creatures, the, what were they called? They're, um, humans. That's right. Man, man. That's right. Um, and they're just kind of, looming through and searching through random rocks it seems looking for something talking to one another is that what it was called talking i think so. yeah absolutely um yeah what do you want to do at this moment hello hey <laughs> up here my friend benny needs help um he needs some food as as you're calling down uh the closest um just off to your left uh, kind of whips his head up and s- straightens out his back after um, spending most likely hours uh, bent over looking through, well, you know, bent over, um, looking through rocks for for something. Um, not quite sure what. Um, and he very apprehensively waves back and then you see him turn to one of his friends um and they mutter something. You can you can hear that something has been spoken, but intentionally muffled. Um, 
And then uh, you hear, Little boy, don't move. We'll be right up to get you. Okay, do you want me to sit down here or and then go you back can, in? You just see them um, kind of ascending these rocks, these you know, massive boulders, really, that are kind of clumped together. Um, and um, you see that, that three of them in particular uh, rise up to meet you. Um, and uh, one of them with kind of like uh, walnut hair, um, somewhat shorn, right? It's not super long, um, but then has like real thin uh, facial hair, um, kind of dingy looking. And he uh, he goes, "Hey, uh, where were you doing way out here, boy? What's your name?" Falco. What's your name? Oh, Falco. That's a that's a strange name, but hey, you know, it suits you. Thanks. <laughs> my, my name is Gilfont. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice so. to meet you. Let me shake his fingers. <laughs> his fingers. <laughs> Very nice. Um, and the other two leave you two to converse, and they go into the cave, and you see them like looking around and um, uh, trying to figure out the cave. And, and, and yeah. Really. Be careful, my friends in there. You want to help bring him out, please? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm sure we can uh, help. Bring him out. Lost a lot of weight. What are you? <laughs> what are you doing up here? What are you doing in this cave? I think I took a cat nap. I just woke up. And like he's going to brush off your clothes, and there's just a a huge cloud of dust comes off as if, and like in your hair too. He like wrestles your hair a little bit, and he goes, no. "How long were you napping?" Hey, we have a very nice bed, and he's gonna like look towards um, one of the guys behind you in the cave and kind of do one of these numbers. Like, is this? Is, we can call it a bed um, to put your friend in. And if you want to come with us, we'll we actually have some very nice jewelry we can give you. Jewelry? Yeah. I, not be jewelry, but a bed would be nice for any. Hey, absolutely. Listen, we will do both. It's fantastic. When you when you are in our company, you get the very best. Um, Gilfon will take care of you, uh, and he's gonna kind of really quickly brush the rest of you off, like just because he he in his mind would You're be really the, touchy, <laughs> the appropriate thing to do um, is to to get the rest of this off. But it is it was caked on. Um, just a kid, right? <laughs> Mom. Ow! My no no square. Um, Carl, don't. <laughs> um, Damn, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they walk you down this ravine, um, down to the center of it. Um, two the two stayed back uh, to handle Benny, as you've called him. Um, and you see, uh, they go to put on these very nice, um, somewhat shiny bracelets that are going to go right on your on your wrists. And um, 
When he puts it on, he goes, now, you need to be careful. These are one of a kind. And they're connected by these, what are called chains. And those signify, like, the bond between you and the person that gave them to you. I don't, I don't know you yet. Oh, well, I'm sure we'll be, we'll be real nice friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and they're, they're cuffed in front of you, these manacles. Uh-huh. Um, and you see the I other two... Huh? <laughs> no, no, not by any means. I would assume maybe a little naive. Yeah, um, a little. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. <laughs> now, it, if you recall, you don't quite recall. No. I, okay. You had like a hard I, reboot. Yeah, I just. Hmm. Now. It's a little weird, but. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna explain <laughs> real quick. Um, these two men and what they're doing, and then if you would want to explain what they see as they, as they, what they see when they look at you. Um, so these two men are coming down with this very long box, um, that looks just like a cargo, cargo crate. It's not frilly or elegant by any means. There's no, um, (laughs) it's, it's not a bed in the traditional sense of the word. It's a bed, you know, when you're, dead um sure okay in there, right? yeah oh yeah a- absolutely can not be more comfortable all right he's Thank doing you. great i'm pretty sure uh listen we're we're gonna we're gonna head down this way um, okay why don't why don't you uh lead with me and the others will follow um so when you're leading with them what what do they see I see a little. Uh, I gotta figure out a type. Let's go three and a half foot. Okay. That's all. Three and a half foot. Uh, fair skinned, red haired little halfling who's pretty ripped. It looks like he's always flexing, but he's not. He's just. You know, like that one kid you see on the internet that's always like buffing shift and brush Like, me and Oka kick your ass and you're right. a ass man. Right. That kid. Scissor uh, kicked me and I was done. Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. Um, just like a regular little outfit, and a vest and little kilt. Little kilt. Oh my god, the kilt. Colors the kilt. I love it. We're gonna make the kilt a black leather kilt from right now. Fuck yeah! Does it have any sort of sigil or insignia on it? Crest, maybe. Yes, it's got a crest of a little falcon head. Very falcon. cool. Very badass. Dude, I'm down for this. This whole situation is going to be super... Okay, okay. So, <laughs> as you guys are moseying about the bottom of this ravine, you start to see the actual incline of... Um, the actual like outline of the ridge line that's going upward. Oh, hi. Um, maybe too close. Um, indicating that you're you're coming to the mouth of this uh, ravine where you're actually going to be exiting. Um, and as you do so, I'm going to need uh, either a dexterity saving throw or a strength saving throw, and I'll tell you why. Before you roll, 
I'll tell you why. Okay. Large boulders, before even sounding, um, begin to cascade down this ravine. And you guys hear all too late. God, they're loud. Even loud. Goddamn rats. <laughs> How fucking dare you? On this whole day. Right. In this economy? With the strength of the yen? How fucking dare you? What is this? Damn. Damn, my daughter's quinceanera. You gonna do this? Huh? Hey. We Italians have this quinceaneras all the time. <laughs> no, it's I'm Mexican. It's a Mexican yeah. thing. It's not what they call it. Hey, whoa. <laughs> you gonna tell me that we Russians can't have quinceaneras? Ah, huh? I guess. I thought I'd drop Oh, get out of here. You, <laughs> Boulders are cascading. We're still playing D&D. From, oh, what, we are from what I'm, from what I'm, from what I'm told. I <laughs> see just like leaves. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> Bye. Um, I'm scared. <laughs> uh, so you can either dodge out of the way or you can try and move them out of the way. Okay. It's up to you. Let's see what I roll. Well, are they coming at the boulders coming at directly me or are they going to come at like Some the guys of them, carrying the Benny too? And yes, and yes. Might have been? Uh, you, the one. All right, so there's there's a few. Sm- God damn. There are a few <clears throat> fairly large cannon-sized boulders. Um, that can easily be dodged by anyone. There's one fairly massive, um, we'll say compact car, like a little smaller, like maybe, maybe a little larger than say a go-kart, something along those lines. Um, fairly large, especially when you're talking about someone who's only three and a half foot tall. Uh, boulder that is careening down the side of this ravine. Uh, boulder. Size of small compact car, sort of. Um, probably like a hatchback. Like we're talking Honda Civic before people start putting shit in it. But like, like on the exterior, exterior. There's no kits on it. There's definitely probably subwoofers in it. These ro- these boulders are coming down loud and in charge. They mean engine. Yeah, they just. <laughs> you can you can now hear this thing louder than anyone's comfortable with. Yeah, for sure. A Karen would absolutely come on the side of this ravine just to tell this boulder off. Being way too loud coming through here. Like, that's too much. Uh, so how do you want to attack this? I want to... Do you want to dodge, dodge it? it? Okay. So that's going to be dexterity. Yep. So... Um, and then if you... Oh, Nat shit! 20. And into the net 20, can I, like, do a flip and kick Benny out of the way? Like, just the box or yeah, the people the holding the box? Rolled over. I don't care about the people. Okay. Benny's the one I care about. Um, oh, with that net 20, we're 24, sir. So, you quickly turn around and two-foot plant on this, uh, on the edge of this box, shooting it out. Um, like when you take a uh, straw and then you take the wrapper down just halfway and then you blow it out real fast, very much 
out of their hands. Um, uh, and then very, very skillfully kind of lands in between um, two of the boulders that uh, had already rested at the center of this ravine, at the bottom of this ravine. Um, and so it shoots out, slides across, across the ground, and then just kind of rests in between those two, like nicely fit. Um, the same motion after kicking out, uh, very quickly bend your torso and top half downward, um, putting your hands on the ground and doing a kind of back handspring forward. Um, as let's see, these are for the two guys and this is for the leader. Cool. Um, uh, I didn't forget his name that I gave you earlier. Grip, grip, grip. We'll go with grip. Gal- Gillifont. Gillifont. Yeah. Gillifont. Something like that. Gillifont. Um. He's dead anyway. I'm pretty sure. No, he uh, jumped adjacent forward, um, diagonally, not adjacent, diagonally forward, um, and actually like cast himself onto a rock and just kind of like holding himself onto this this rock, hoping that he's out of the way. Um, and he is. So good for him. He did it. Yay. Um, however, the other <coughs> two, the one that was hold, like forefront holding the box that you just kicked out of his hands, um, gets smashed uh, by this boulder. And you just saw, for a quick second, the boulder come through and then just stops abruptly in the center of this ravine. Uh, and now there's just this huge color of browns and, and reds, like deep reds, uh, that's just like splattered across um, a handful of rocks just outside. Did you see that? That was like squishing out a wine tube. It's like letting a mosquito eat for a minute and then smacking it and it's just like that's all that's mostly me that's mostly just me uh the second guy who was holding the rear end of this bed um no not holding any bed or anything gets entirely like he imagine the box sliding out of his hands him looking to the right behind him uh where it had landed then looking to the left to see his buddy just get smashed real fast, and then looking just over in the split second to see a bowling ball-sized rock smoke him in the lower torso oh. groin region. Oh, I'm uh, He goes back about five feet and lands on his ass and scoots up to the back of a rock. The rock that hit him just hit and then dropped. Like, then... <laughs> Dead where he was. It just kind of marked where he was. Dead and then, and then, um, you can hear him whimpering with like trying to breathe, where he's like <laughs> the whole time, <laughs> just yeah. trying to breathe. I think your friend needs some help, and he's he's gonna get him go. <sighs> oh, good gods! How did you? How did you manage to? Never mind. You know what? We we need to get who we can out of here. This is that was scary as hell. Yeah. All right. All right uh, I guess. And he's gonna walk over and 
with one arm kind of pick up. I think we could just leave down here. It's fine. Pick up. Are you sure? Between the boulders. Yeah, at least I can remember where he is. Oh, okay. It's fine with me. And he pulls up um, his friend uh, who's holding his groin and like with a very weak uh, finger is pointing to the squished <laughs> comrade. Um, what happened? Are you good? Yeah, okay, okay. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they begin on their way once more. Um, as you guys exit the ravine, uh, he turns to you once again. Uh, Gillifont is his name. That's who I made up, and that's his name. Oh, Gil. I like Gil. Oh, Gilly. Oh, little Gilly. Um, you okay with that girl, Gil? <laughs> he, he looks at you and he says, uh, no, but how did you move so fast? How did you know that? You didn't see I'm, that boulder coming? I'm only human. I don't understand. I'm a halfling. What do you mean human? Like, no, I'm... Is that a hit against me right now? I'm just saying that no halfling I've seen has ever moved that quickly. Your reflexes are amazing. And with those nice bracelets on, isn't that hard? It's up here. I used my legs when I jumped. That's nothing to do with that. Hey. Um, listen, where we're heading, we have this nice caravan of people uh, that are going to need someone of your talents to kind of help out around. I don't know how you feel about uh, helping others and being of use, yeah, but... Uh, yeah, absolutely. Listen, we, we can, got this... Can we get these off, though, first? Uh, I don't no, really like jewelry. We, it's definitely a, uh, listen, it's, I wouldn't say it's a requirement, but it's definitely a necessity. And when you're in the caravan's company, it just shows, can you hear them? Okay. Not as, like, loud, I can hear, like, just that screen. Okay. Um... It shows that you kind of have a, a mutual respect and mutual admiration for the company around you when you wear those, uh, you know, the bracelets. And then after a while, you get to give the bracelets to somebody else. So then you don't have to wear them as long. You know, it's kind of like a initiation. Okay. Hmm. Um, but you're saying these will come off me at some point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Listen, we're, uh, we don't want to make you wear something you don't want to wear. However, kind of have to wear it for a little while. Okay. Appreciate <laughs> it. Um, after about half an hour's walk. Got a question, though. Yeah. Got anything sweet? Yeah. Uh, I think we have a honeysuckle. Ooh. Yeah, I think we have some honeysuckle in <clears throat> one of the, in one of the yeah. carts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's definitely um, a uh, a cart we dub. Well, it has a long kind of draconic name that one of our uh, associates had named it, but we had to shorten it down to just van. So we keep the honeysuckle in the van. Okay. And so if you just want to get in there, we can give it to you. Uh. Hmm. 
How about you hand it to me first and I'll think about it. Um, You guys approach and you see that there's about eight or so cars, um, many of them having canvas draped over them, um, many horses pulling them. Um, A lot of what Blake would know to be kind of rough and tumble rapscallion type of of people. But what Falco sees as just kind of dirty, dingy guys who are probably survivalists. You know what I mean? Like rolling around in the dirt, trying to make right. Yeah, they're all just you know they probably like to build forts a lot. You know, and and play. Want to build a fort? Uh, (laughs) And when you get there, um, you see him go to like the fourth cart and fourth fourth uh, carriage and wagon. We'll say wagon. Wagon's probably the most appropriate name for them. I should probably pick one though, because that's how this probably a wagon. The way way you're going. Oh, wagon, a hundred percent. Pretty sure it's had the canvas. (laughs) Um, but he opens up the back of it, uh, and reaches in, ruffles through a few things, and pulls out, um, which you should never pull out, never surrender. But he does. Uh, (laughs) pulls out. Um, this went really weird well you're the one trying to two finger two finger attack (laughs) babies from what I remember hit him with two fingers what the fuck are you thinking (laughs) you said use two fingers (gasps) (laughs) call the police you're Uh, you're the one that said it homie (laughs) I'm just saying um I'm super saying. All right, uh, copyright. He <laughs> um, pulls out a withered honeysuckle. Um, seems to be kind of drying out. And he says, "Listen, um, I'm gonna be honest with you. It's not the best one, but it's the first one of many." Okay. And he hands it. Hands to you. Start chewing on it. He goes, uh, "We're gonna head out soon, but uh, after that, if you don't mind." Helping me gather some firewood, that'd be great. Yeah, sure. Um, so after a few nights of traveling with his caravan, you you've ridden actually in uh, wagon four, and wagon four is uh, like a cargo wagon that has it does have a canvas over it. Um, it has two kind of uh, half doors on the back of it, um, but there's a bench on the front of it. Uh, think more Oregon Trail type, um, yeah. with just like crates of shit. Just interior everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and tons of stuff drowning. Um, lots of honeysuckle Such drowning. A fun game, seriously. <laughs> so, Kids um, don't understand. Uh, on the third night, um, you hear wrestling. Good lord. Wrestling or rustling? Rustling. Okay, I guess yeah. said wrestling. Some, they definitely Where are you going with We're going to wrestle. Um, okay. <laughs> you hear uh, rustling. Um, and as you go to investigate, uh, likely sucking on your, your honeysuckle. Um, Did they take stuff from me at all? Because I wanted to make a spot uh, mark on the map about where Benny would be. Okay. Maps, so just keep no, you would have a map, yeah. What all... Um, I don't believe you should have too much for your inventory to begin with, Not right? really. I mean... Like, you shouldn't have an explorer's pack or anything. No. Like, you should be... That. I just want at least... At least a map of the area. And no, that's fine. I'll I'll take a, a 
check of that, I guess, yeah. and then and make sure everything's on par. Um, you heard the rustling. You go to investigate, um, chewing on some honeysuckle, uh, and what you see is a weird-looking demon guy um, who's wearing an apron, like a white apron that says Shiv the Cook. Uh, he has a deflated baker's hat on and he seems to be um, opening a cage uh, that's covered in canvas. And as you kind of peer around, you see that there's people in that cage and one of them darts out and he looks kind of shocked and he accidentally kind of closes it again. Um, but you see this old man uh, just one foot after the other, just trudging and trudging and trudging. Um, and you hear yelling from all these, all of your new friends. And you see it, they're not gaining on this old guy. He's, he's like gone. Uh, and so you see the, the, um, uh, closest one to this old man is still 30 or 40 feet away. And you see him just haul off what looks to be a javelin. And it, Seems like it was aiming lower than it hit because it impales this old man into the ground and he's just kind of like st- like standing up at an angle with buckled knees. Um, and you hear uh, Gilfon say, um, That's it! That's it! No more! No more helpers! No more! Get them all in! And before you know it, you're being picked up, you know, hoisted hey. up, and chucked in there. Uh, this this um, demon-looking guy is being grabbed by his horns through his uh, hat and being shoved into the cage himself. Um, it's closed, and you realize that there are other people in here with you now. Uh, and you look down, and you recognize this type of, of bracelets um, as everybody, only the people in the cage are wearing these. And you remember, these are Manny's? They're, they're uh, yeah. manacles. That's right. That's it. What manacles? Wait, wait. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and that's where we'll end this session.